Welcome to episode 66 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun along with you. We try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. Gotta say, the give a shit meter is super high right now in Seattle Kraken land. These March playoffs are awesome. Are you loving these playoffs? I am. We have a celebrity correction. What's that? And I believe the universe is speaking to us as Kraken fans. I have a story from New Orleans that I think is pretty cool. Last week's games, another sweet roadie, baby. St. Louis, Detroit, Columbus, Colorado, all fall. We'll talk about that. But now we're going home, which I don't feel like comfortable, you know, at Climate Pledge. I don't know why, but we got a big test this week. We've got four big games coming up over the next slate, and we've got to win these games because three out of four are hot. No dumb questions. How do waivers work? That's a great one because I really don't effing know. And our three stars of the week. What is it? That's how Joey and I kind of catch up with you on our personal lives. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Mario Lemieux episode. Episode 66 of The Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is going on? My name is Jeff Janusic. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. Dude, I'm like spitting. I'm leaking. <laughs> so I just wanted to explain. I walk in and I'm like... We already established you're a very sweaty man. Not, it's not, it's not, it's not okay, sweat. It's not sweat. It's not sweat now today. Now you're just spitting on me. So yes. So uh, <laughs> I stopped at Walgreens before I showed up. Yes. And... Uh, I uh, asked Joe if he needed anything. He didn't ask. He didn't want anything. That's not so true. I said snacks. Yeah, but like, what kind of snacks? I don't know. Just like snacks. chips. You're gonna eat chips. <laughs> I don't know. When I hear in my brain, when somebody says snack, immediately the first thing I think is chips. So yeah. I th- anyway, I had to get All some right. Sudafed. So here's what happened: is okay. over the weekend, my wife and I finally did yard work or spring yard work, mm-hmm. right? And it's so dry right now, which is weird to say in, in South Louisiana, but it's been so dry. Mm-hmm. Everything is just like dust. So I literally, even though I wore like a little uh, thing, like a, a gator, one of those gators that covers your face. That's what you wore outside in your yard? Hell yeah. Looking dude. like a terrorist? Yes, yes, nice. absolutely. Okay. No, and it didn't even work because I, I must have sucked in a pound of like grass dust and, and pollen. And for the past two days, I have been just loaded with just everything. And it's still in my head. I'm doing neti pots. I'm like trying to flush <laughs> this stuff out. So I finally went to the heavy artillery. I was like, screw this. I stopped and, and I grabbed a Sudafed, man, because that's the go-to. So I had, you know, I had to go give the license. I felt real awkward and weird. Wait, you have to hand over your license for Sudafed? Yeah, dude, it's not over the counter. You got to like go get a card. And because uh, and, oh. this is like my last resort. I'm making it really hard to cook meth these. Days. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Walter White. Yeah, you know? I don't want to I quote know. anything from that. So anyway, I just you are the one who knocks. I am. I just I just <laughs> pounded a Sudafed. I'm drinking lots of water, so I think <laughs> I think about halfway through the episode, I'm really start flying. But nice. Um, I'm very excited for that to kick in, and then for you to be super high. And I'll just make sure that you're talking all the whole time. Flying. Day. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, man. I mean, it's you know, it's Tuesday morning. It's uh, what a little after nine a.m. our time, so seven a.m. Pacific time. I'm still waking up here a little bit. I'm drinking my coffee, but I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to talk some uh, some Kraken because uh, you know, we're about to get into it with the Kraken reaction. But you and I were talking about last week how these teams coming up, but not all that good. And the Kraken have a chance to put a winning streak together, and then look what happened. It was great. It was great. And then going into Colorado, what an awesome win. Yeah. Yanni Gord getting that overtime. Like, and I know. like flexing on the league. Dude, I had – okay, you know what? So I do have to say this before we get into Kraken reaction. So I had the most like perfect 
fucking son of earmuffs. But you know what? You were dropping shit in the intro. So earmuffs are way out the that window. That guy's gone. I had like the most perfect Sunday ever. Like the weather here has been so insanely nice. If you live somewhere right now with shitty weather, I don't know what to tell Sorry you. Sorry about that. Because here it's been like eight degrees out with like no clouds in the sky. Not even humid. Don't been, get jealous because yeah. in the in like July. Oh yeah, we're, when it's 120 outside, yeah. we want to be where you are yeah, right now. Jeff's gonna be sweating into oh, his dad shirt. Sweating now, starting. No, dude. So I I woke up and I was like, today's a nice day out. I'm gonna go for a, went for a nice walk. And of yeah. course, like it's New Orleans, and there's so many like beautiful homes and architecture, and you know, like everything is blooming. So I'm like walking around and standing outside people's homes, taking photos of like them in their living room. I mean, not really, but like of their homes and shit. I need to see those. Yeah. 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 So I was, you know, doing my thing, walking around, like just taking photos, enjoying the day. Then after that went and like had a really good workout. And then I got a text from friends like, Hey, we're sitting outside this bar, just sitting outside. I show up. My friend has like a little puppy. So I sat outside, like hung what? out with a dog and with like, a puppy and just like drink nooners, drink some high noons. Yeah, it was a great, it was like Man. the most perfect Sunday. I got like a, a nice little like base coat, started getting a little tan again. Yeah. And yeah. I, and then I come home and I'm like, perfect timing. There's like 20 minutes until the crack and play the abs, throw that game on. Then look what happens with that game. Like this is the most Jeez. perfect Sunday. Yeah, the vibes great. are high right now. The vibes a... are high. Meanwhile, you're wearing a gator mask and sneezing t- into uh, your own but face. But it was awesome. Okay. And I, I had to coach uh, flag football. So like I had to stop in the middle of the, the work to coach flag football. Yeah. Got our asses handed to us. And then I had to go back and still do more stuff. So, so like it was a brutal day. Like, a, but a great day. It's good to get that. You know, you, you got to get outside dad energy, man. Get out there and yeah. get that. Like, get, cause I power washed and you know, the humidity in South Louisiana is mm-hmm. gone when, so when I power wash my back porch, if it's humid out, it takes like a day and a half to dry. I need to power wash my house too. I get it. So like, I, well, no, 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 it's just the cement cement. I got to do more of that. Right. Yeah, so yeah. like, um, but it dried in three hours. Because oh, it was shit. so, there was yeah. so low humidity. Yeah. So, okay. All right. So. All right. Now that's power washing. So. I love, I power washed, <laughs> we mowed, we did all the shit, man. It was awesome. All right. So first of all, we have a celebrity, a celebrity reached out to us and corrected us. Oh. On the pod last week, episode 65. And. Was it Brian Boit- Boitano? It was not. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was Piper Shaw from Root Sports. Yes. Uh, friend love, of the pod, Piper friend of the Shaw. pod, love Piper. She's awesome. She's just a huge hockey fan. She's killing it in those, you know, uh, uh, in between period interviews. She's getting all the good stuff. She's fun, a fun follow on social media. She's a singer, songwriter. She's just a talented uh, person. But anyway, we were talking last week about the trade deadline, yeah. um, and we'll talk about that a little bit for the Kraken. There's not much to say, which is great. Um, and we mentioned that. Uh, her favorite player is Carson Soucy because he was thought to be traded. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Right? So anyway, she uh, she said, she uh, sent us a DM. She said, hey, listen into the pod, which, by the way, thank you, Piper, for actually listening. I know she said she did, but that could have just been like celebrity, like, oh, yeah, I listen to your pod, but she doesn't. But she actually does, which is cool. Yeah. She's a friend of the pod. So she said, let the record show that Soucy is not my favorite hockey player. He was my husband's favorite. That's right. That's right. He just loved him since he was the Kraken's pick from the Minnesota Wild. And and uh-huh. that's where Piper and her boyfriend all come from is Minnesota, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Minnesota. But husband. He, but yeah. Boyfriend, husband. Same thing. Oh, wait. Husband. Yes. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> but he played college <laughs> hockey at the same place as uh, JT, Minnesota Duluth. Yep. I did go to college with Will Borgie. That's right. Though. It was Borgie. I couldn't remember who she went to college with, but there was somebody on the roster. There you go. It was Borgie. CSU. And I said. St. Cloud State. Well, I said, hey, well, this is. Thank you for that. Sorry about that. We'll read that correction. We're idiots. We're just making up half the shit we talk about. Yeah. She's an actual journalist. So I have to like, you know, do the 
proper thing. I can't even spell Kraken, let alone talk about them. It's tough. Yeah. My, my autocorrect still goes with like crack in. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I said, hey, would you want to maybe come on the pod sometime before the playoffs start? She's like, if my schedule, yeah, if I, we can do it, sure. So I'm working nice. on that, which is cool. So anyway, nice. Pipes, we got you. Uh, there's your correction. Um, and then before we get to the Kraken reaction, something really cool happened to me yesterday in, mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Um, and I just, I just feel the vibes right now. I really feel the vibes for this Kraken team. Yeah, I know. Um, you tweeted out Western Conference Finals, and even I was like, Jeff's full back in no, Jeff, Jeff Lasso. No, I'm, I just, I'm gonna, when we get to the Kraken reaction, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, okay. pi- I'm angry, and I want the Kraken to be angry, too, because okay. I want them to have, they have a, they should have a chip on their shoulder, and I think they do. Okay. But anyway, so I was getting coffee at the uh, Avenue Cafe by my office on St. Charles. Yes. Yesterday, I stopped in, right? And it was a great day. I felt good. I was getting some coffee for my... Um, my team at work and uh, sat at the counter. I turn around. There's this tall guy and mm-hmm. he's wearing a Seattle Kraken lid. Nice. And I was like, oh, dude, are you from Seattle? He's like, yeah, 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 I am. I'm like, you're a Kraken fan? He's like, yeah, I'm a Kraken fan. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome, man. I, I mean, I just like totally geeked out. Was yeah. Like, ne- and now your wife's not there to be like, hey, you need to fucking yeah, stop yeah, harassing down, this stranger. I harassed the shit yeah. out of this guy. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, so like, because I literally have seen maybe like three Kraken things on people in yeah. New Orleans. And yeah. That's mostly Joey. Mm-hmm. And my looking in the mirror yeah. at myself, right? So like, yeah. <laughs> I see this hat and I'm like, oh man. He's like, yeah, I'm from Seattle. Um, and I uh, said, Hey, what's up? You know, I introduced myself and I, I right away went to the pod. I was of like, course. actually, we got a huge Kraken fan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got the podcast. Like, yeah, let me see. What, what is it? I'll look it up. I'll listen to it. I'll tell my friends like, okay, sweet. And anyway, I was like, what's going on? He's like, I'm visiting. So he said his wife and he and his wife came to New Orleans and they're in New Orleans because she's here doing like, uh, uh, breast reconstruction. Okay. Surgery. Wow. I, I this didn't took a turn. Didn't well, no, but it's all, I didn't ask why or what yeah. was going on. He but just I dropped assumed, it on. He was like, "My wife's getting her titties done, man. We're well, from Seattle." Look, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think reconstruction. Like, yes, maybe there was some sort of. Okay. Well, now I'm now I'm a jerk. You're kind of a okay, jerk. Yeah. So, I thought you were just dropping Matt, like, "Oh, we're here for plastic Matt, plastic surgery." Matt, if you're listening, dude, <laughs> do not. My, my co-host Joey Cirillo. His address is no. He was super nice, but that's why I didn't ask questions. I just kind of assumed, right? So anyway, so. A lot of information to be sharing up from. Just it's totally true. Don't yeah. feel okay. Don't feel bad. All, All right. right. Anyway, and I was like, "Oh man, that's totally awesome. That's cool." He's like, "I'm gonna listen." Da, 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 da. Okay. Oh. And then I said, "If you need any like recommendations on where to go, oh, on a surgeon." By the way, his wife's from Detroit. Oh, gotcha. His Wait, wife's from what? Detroit. His There's wife so is many from Detroit. Weird Detroit. That's what Seattle I'm saying. Tie-ins. The universe is talking to us, Joey, to yeah. the pod, and so that means to the Seattle Kraken fans and the Kraken Pod family. The fact that I saw <laughs> this guy randomly at coffee, it, like I was only there for ten minutes, and he was there. Kraken hat. Wife's from Detroit. They're in town Boobs. in New Orleans. I'm not going to say that because <laughs> I'm trying to keep Matt as a listener. Anyway, I, uh, we shared numbers. I text him, and I said, uh, here's the information. He's like, I, I just I started listening to Man, it's awesome, and I sent it to my friends. So his yeah. friends are listening, so now you're going to have a hit squad coming after you. Yes. And I said, uh, you know, hey, if you need those wrecks. So I just thought that was an awesome moment, the fact that that yes. happened. So that's like, that. that is Seattle Kraken vibes energy. Yes. And I feel great about where this team's headed. I love it, man. I think the energy is awesome. So, no, I'm, I'm in all sincerity. I think that's a, that's a really cool story and really random. I have to share this really quick. You're going to hate me for this. Um, I've ran into like a number of people in New Orleans with like cracking gear on. You go out way more than me. And I, 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 I never, I try to avoid engaging them in, in hockey talk. <laughs> You're not promoting that. You work hard on this podcast. I don't even tell merch them. man. I don't even things. tell them about the podcast, dude. dude. <laughs> in fact, during Mardi Gras, 
I um I forget which day it was. It doesn't matter. I think it was like a Saturday. I go to a bar after being at parades all day, 100% not sober, and meet up with a friend there. And she's got a group of like military dudes uh, with her, and they're all hanging out. And one guy is dressed head to toe in cracking gear. And I was like, oh, shit, man, Washington State. And he's like, oh, yeah, dude, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's cool, cracking. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he starts talking to me off the team. He's like, yeah, you watch the team? I'm like, yeah, man, I do. And then I just went to the bar and ordered drinks, and I just stopped talking to you, him. You, what? <laughs> I'm literally recruiting guys who are in town for like two minutes, Matt, to listen to the show. He's sending text messages to his friends. Yeah. Joey. I get real. Hey, listen, man, here's my thing. I get real weird about like and forced period. small talk. I get real weird. With, yeah, I, I do get real weird. I get real weird about like four small talk with strangers and I get in these modes where I'm like, I don't even want to engage in a conversation because I know how it's going to go. So you know what I'm going to do? Avoid it entirely. So I just no, don't even bring it up. No, we are going to go to PR class. Uh-huh. If you got an op- opportunity to say something. I'm going to print out shirts for myself that say, I have a crack in pod. <laughs> Please don't ask me about it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear, so when, uh, back in my radio show days, we used to wear name tags. Yeah. Right? And go to places. And so people would say, hey, why are you wearing a name tag? Oh, I'm wearing a name tag because I do this radio show. You should check it out. It's a uh, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Is that... That's a douchebag that, move? That, for me, would be my nightmare. Then I'm getting you some name tags. The number of times... Joey, Kraken Pod host. I'm sweating just thinking... I'm sweating like you, just thinking Come about on. it. Come on. Dude, the number of times, like, where I'll be invited to a place, and then I'll, like, look into it and be like, eh, there's going to be a lot of people there. Then I start thinking of, like, the small talk that I will have to endure while I am there. I just cancel immediately. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm out. For real? I'm dead serious. So you're, like, you're, you'd say you're introverted then? Oh, very much. Very, very, very much. Like, yeah. this is easy. It's me and you. Yeah. Like, I can do this all fucking day. And okay. I, can, I can flip a switch when I need to. Like, if, if I have, like, one beer in me, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I am an introvert. And small talk is literally, like, one of my biggest things. I'm like, it fucking, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Like, it's like, oh, my God, what do you do for work? Where, like, I'm out. I'm 100% out. I want no part of it. Wow. And so I see how those conversations are going to go. I see a person in cracking gear. I'm like, I'm not bringing up the podcast. I am not fucking explaining my life to this dude. I kind of respect that move, though, because sometimes <laughs> small talk can be like, ah, I just want to hang out and look at the wall. It literally, it gives me anxiety. Like, as I'm going into it, like, as it's happening in a conversation, like, I'm so socially aware. I can see the conversation playing out of my head. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm just out. We, okay, so if when we host like some sort of party in Seattle, I'll have to get real for drunk. the classic, yeah, I'll get or drunk. for the winter classic, whatever they call it, yeah. the outdoor game, whatever it's called now, um, and we're like at a bar and yeah. we're hosting like a crack and pod meetup, and there's yeah. like twenty or thirty people there, yeah, because um, we have like that many listeners now. I uh, think we're up would to you get up, Would you get up in front of them and say something with me? Yeah, that, you, that's not an issue. So, hey guys, what's going on? But so yeah. like, but like, but oh. also, you know, I'm not going to be sober. So now you'll, yeah, you'll just see me being like, woo. So I have to be sober. But then afterwards, I'm like, I'm so tired. After, I, I would did you so go much around, talking. Would you go around and shake hands with people and be like, hey, how you doing? Oh, good to meet you. Da, 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 da. Would you like talk? Like you have? I don't know. I that, would contractually see, force starting, you to do small now talk. You're starting to stress me out. Like, think of all the people, <laughs> Caitlin, and all these people that would that listen to us that we'd love to meet. Brandon, yeah. you know, from 32 yeah. group, all those yeah, people. Yeah, I get it. You like, you have to make small talk with them. Yeah, like by by our. I contract. feel like they all they already know us on a personal level. We're going off the rails here. I, I think they already know us on a personal level because we share so much on the podcast that I actually would be in a weird way more comfortable because we've been doing this for what going like almost two years now, 
and we share a lot of personal stuff on the podcast. So I actually don't think it would be that big of a deal. It's like, oh, where are you from? What do you do for work? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, bro, we already fucking know all this. We can just hang out and have a beer together. Like, it doesn't need to be weird. We don't need to, like, catch up on each other's lives. Like, we're good. Oh, my God. I'm going to I'm gonna secretly force everybody to come up to you and try to make small talk. I will. When it happens. I will get on the first flight out of there. And you're wearing a shirt Alaska that says. Alaska Airlines 407. I don't like small talk. I don't like small talk. Which would be awesome. <laughs> so I think, you know, I think it's safe to say, which is great, because we've never done this to start an episode. Yeah. But before we even get into the cracking reaction, I would like to say that we are officially in the depths. We are in the, we are, yeah, we're in the depths. So we are officially in the depths, but we officially also need to get to your cracking reaction. So let's do it. Here's your cracking reaction. All right. So is a podcast small talk? No, I don't feel it that way at all. Guys. And I actually like really, in, I, I enjoy this. So you're oh, good. Man, if I didn't, out. I you know, want to be doing it. By the way, the Sudafed just hit and my whole sinus just Yeah, I saw up. your eyes dilated. Woo! I'm like, you're like rolling your balls off. Yeah, man. <laughs> some shrooms over here. All right. Here's what I want to say. I was going to save this for a little bit later before we talked about like this week of upcoming games. But yeah. I'm so angry and I couldn't be happier about it. I couldn't be more pumped to be this pissed off. You sound like uh, Kanye with how bipolar you are right now. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not sure what you're I'm trying flipping. to say. Okay. Sudafed, I'm flipping. Sudafed. I'm rolling on. You don't know what I'm rolling I on. I don't know what you're rolling All the prescriptions I got, pretty no. awesome. All right, so okay. here's why I'm pissed off is I cannot, I'm so angry mm-hmm. at the national media, the NHL media, mm-hmm. no effing respect for the Seattle Kraken. None. Okay. None. Okay. Nothing. It's Boston. It's the Oilers because McDavid. It's the Kings with John and Quick and all the trade and all these teams. They don't even talk about Dallas, really, which is a shame. But nobody talks about the Seattle Kraken, and it's pissing me off because this team just keeps doing their thing. They figure it out. They have way more ups than downs, Mm -hmm. and they have come together, and they're starting to fix all the things that they've needed to fix and they've worked on all season long. If I'm Dave Haxtell... I'm going in that locker room and saying, we are, first of all, we are in the middle of March playoffs. And, they're, yes. and I fe- they are taking it that way. That gritty Avs win was phenomenal. Yes. They went to overtime and they took the damn game. Mm-hmm. They made it happen. So if I'm hack, I'm saying, guys, we're deep in the middle of March playoffs right now. We're fighting our asses off to get into the playoffs, right? But we're there. Nobody's giving us respect. Nobody's talking about us. Nobody's saying that we could, you know, do something in the playoffs, let alone even make the playoffs, which they are right now. They currently are third in the Pacific. So they're in there. So I'm angry, but also excited about it, that we are the underdogs. The Kraken should have chips on their shoulders. I think I see it with their passion on the ice. Mm -hmm. I want them to stay fired up. I want them to stay under the radar. And I honestly think, I think if they get in the playoffs, they go on a run because... You've got Haxtell and Ron Francis made basically zero moves. Zero moves. Zero moves mm-hmm. at all during the uh, the trade deadline. How do we feel about that? I feel fucking awesome. Okay. I wanted somebody. I always want something to happen. Yeah. Uh, earmuffs. Yeah. You're you're earmuffs. the you're the yeah. Every time I always there's like a, things. Every time there's rumors, you're like he's going to the Kraken. <laughs> I think, I, exactly. I think, but I think the commitment. I think the commitment by Ron Francis to say this team is the team. This is the and we're going to get Berkey back eventually, which he yeah. skated, which is awesome. Yes. And I have faith in this team. They've done it all year all year long, and they're. Great. Why I'm not making any changes right now, which is smart because yeah. he's holding on to his picks and he's not doing a thing. And that's the best thing for this team. So I think that they have got something going on. This is a team that can go on a run in the playoffs. Magic, okay. magic can happen with this team. It has happened multiple times. We're currently in the middle of a magic run right now. So anyway, I'm angry and I couldn't be happier about it. The Kraken, yeah. 
They've got a chip on their shoulders, and I'm telling you what, nobody respects them, and that's the best thing ever for our playoff run coming up. I can't follow that up. That was just an epic end rant. podcast! Okay, yeah, we got to end it. You actually scared me. I didn't think you were talking, so. Sorry. <laughs> um, all right, so can you can you start recapping the games? Because I actually, this is like true. I got to go run and get a Kleenex real quick. Yeah. I'll, uh, for real. Yeah, okay, run and go get a Kleenex. I'll just talk to myself. Oh, he's, okay, Jesus Christ. Jeff's, uh, Jeff's literally running. You can probably hear his feet. All right, so here we go. First game, let's talk about this. Tuesday uh, at St. Louis, the Kraken end up winning five to three. Thank you, baby Jesus. So there was a three-game losing uh, streak that we all had to endure, and the Kraken were able to uh, overcome that. Let's talk about Geek Squad. This dude scores twice, first multi-goal game of the season. And actually, this was his first multi-goal game since March 11th, 2021, when he was with the freaking Carolina Hurricanes and also broke a 10-game scoring drought for Geek Squad. So it was great to see him light the lamp twice. I know we were tweeting out stuff about uh, Geek. Oh, just learning about how, how uh, Geek Squad was on Hattie Watch, which was awesome. Uh, McCann, Big Rig, and Turbo also had goals. Shout out Turbo for the empty netter. Jeff, you were mentioning that how he was boom the best empty netter uh, in the league, and he actually did it twice this past week. And my favorite thing in the entire world, Jordan Bennington goes down the human fucking garbage uh, garbage can, the massive piece of shit. <laughs> Jordan Bennington, don't forget his girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. She pissed in the Stanley Cup. Everyone yep. needs to know that. Yep. He's a piece of shit. His girlfriend's a piece of shit. And uh, we beat <laughs> Jordan Bennington and the St. Louis Blues 5-3. to three. Uh, Great recap. Thank you. The, what I want, I want to say, and, I, and, and I, I may have missed this, right, is that shift where Big Rig scored his goal was one of the most dominant shifts of the season for the Seattle Kraken. They did what they needed to do as an elite team in the NHL, a yes. top-tier team, a t- you know, a top-16 team, um, by going after and taking advantage of a very tired Blues yes. line. Yes. And they just moved that puck around at will. I absolutely love that. Also, too, what sucks is my feel-good parlay came back, uh-huh. and I lost that one, I think, or maybe I won that one. I don't know. But I uh, think you won. The, I did, because I said no, Father Canner. Yeah, you said Father Canner, right. and I was like, oh, my God, Jeff is back. Because people were talking to us, and they were like hitting us up, being like, hey, are you guys doing the uh, the good vibes-only parlay? Right. You dropped it, and then you hit it immediately. I'm like, dude, we're back. The crack on your back. Yep. Like, we're rolling, baby. Well, the 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 next one, the ver- the next one, uh, I was going to – my gut said – Canner's going to score again. Uh-huh. But, like, I was like, there's no way. I'm not going to bet that. And, of course, he did. Yeah, he scored twice in the opening 12 minutes of the game. Um, so, the Kraken ended up winning 5-4. to four. This is Thursday night against Detroit, or Thursday early evening, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, Father Canner scores twice. Uh, the only weird part is Martin Jones is in a little bit of a slump. He was yes. actually pulled in the second period. He gave up three goals on 12 shots, but the Kraken were playing well enough to kind of overcome all of that. Um, and then our boy... Oliver Bjorkstrand, you can argue he's like the nicest dude on the team. The guy who he hasn't really produced as many goals as we would like up until this point of this season. But again, when you watch every single game, you see him always in the right position, doing the right things. A lot of pucks like just haven't gone his way. And it's only a matter of time before things are going to start to turn around for him. Um, And especially, I think, with... uh, Burakovsky, see, it's hard. Yep. Bjorkstrand and Berkey it is. mess it up sometimes. With Burakovsky being out, I think you know Bjorkstrand has had a chance to shine a little bit. He scores twice, including the game winner in overtime. Great to see him do it. 
Huge uh, Bjorkstrand fan. And yeah, the Kraken ended up being Detroit 5-4. to four. Our Detroit Red Wings. That's right. It's the Detroit Red Wings podcast. Yes. And I kind of, and, and I thought, this was an impressive win to me because I had mentioned on the pod that if they make the moves that they've been talking about, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, signing Dylan Larkin, da 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 Yeah. Oh, I forgot to text you that because, again, Kraken at the forefront of the news. They were getting ready to play. Sorry, my cat just came out. Cool. Son of a bitch. He's, he's playing it cool. Okay, Sorry. cool. Um, as, soon, <laughs> as soon as um, as soon as that news came out about the, the Red Wings signing, what I signing I him of. to an extension, I was going to text you, and I completely forgot. I thought the vibes in Detroit were high, and they were, because Dylan Larkin gets signed. Yeah. That's the first game since and Dylan Larkin. we talked about captain. this last week, about, yep. like, we're, is there going to be uncertainty with yep. Detroit? Are they going to feel confident? And yep. when they signed him to the extension, I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. Here yep. we go again. Here we go. And the, and the Kraken didn't give a shit. They came in and they and they won, which is awesome. Also, another thing that I love, a couple of things that the Kraken we were bitching about earlier in the season uh-huh. was what are they doing in overtime, right? Getting their asses kicked. Well, they couldn't do it, and they figured they figured that out. Yeah, they're playing. They're, they're playing starting well. to. Let's they're talk starting to. Let's let's you know. The other thing that I really like that I didn't really see at, in the beginning of the season, but I'm seeing now is their stick work. Mm-hmm. They're finding ways. Like now, they're being very physical. They're for, the key to the crack in winning is their forecheck. So physicality up front yeah. by their forwards. That's yeah. that's that's key, right? Yeah. Ten- tenacious, tenacious D. That's what we want. Tenacious O, really. Um, <laughs> but what I really love watch these games is they are finding ways to get their sticks in passing lanes, mm-hmm. and that reminded me. Because uh, again, Detroit Red Wings podcast. Growing up as a Wings fan in yeah. like the two thousands, when they were the the epic teams, mm-hmm. that's what they were amazing at was just their stick. Okay. Like Nicholas Lidstrom wasn't a physical defenseman, but you couldn't if a if a puck was coming near him, yeah, he would chop it out of the air. He would he would just be in the right place at the right time. Yeah, I love what the Kraken are doing with their stick. So the OT stuff, they're figuring that out. Their forecheck is back, which is fantastic, and their stick work is fantastic. I yeah. love these poke checks. I love what they're doing. So that's what I saw uh, early on in these games last week. So. We don't have notes about this, but I noticed after the game, which we're going to talk about in a second here, Sunday um, at Colorado, Nicky Yo had a really good point. He was talking about in the post-game report, and I forget the exact date, but it was like late January. Did you know that the Kraken earned like the 86th percentile in the PK since then? They're number six, no. they're number six in the entire league. So For real? Yeah, so they're actually starting to figure out, again, I'm knocking on wood, they're actually starting to figure out the PK here a little bit as well, and that goes along with everything else you were just talking about. So, yeah, these things are starting to uh, starting to take shape. I hope this is more of a trend than it is a fad. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Because we've seen, we've seen periods, like in the beginning of the season, for example, where like, uh, the Kraken's power play was like really, really strong, and then it completely flipped on the other. Like the pendulum swung the other way around. So I'm hoping that what we're seeing like with the PK and stuff like that, that this is all, again, a trend and not a fad. Going into Friday, again, good I was bu- worried about good this one. About Columbus? Yeah, because I kind of felt this You was, were worried about it last week. I a, don't get it. A crack and shit game. This is not a game I was worried about. Because I never about. think about Columbus. Columbus is fucking doo-doo butter. Which pains me that doo-doo butter. Doo-doo which, butter. That they could get Connor Bedard, which is like... <laughs> okay, anyway, so yeah. So I was afraid of this game, but they did what they needed to do. Yeah, well, they ended up winning 4-2. to two, And again, for the good vibes only parlay, if you would have bet Father Cannon, you would have freaking hit it again because the guy scores a goal. It's his 30th of the season. He is the first 
ever Seattle uh, Kraken player to score 30 goals in this season in the, you know, in the storied history of this uh, yeah. iconic franchise. He's their leading goal scorer of all time. Of all time. There you go. Um, he has scored a goal in three straight games. He has four goals in that span. Uh, Wenny, um, he had a goal and an assist uh, in that game. Uh, he actually ended a, a 12-game goal drought. The last time he scored, January 28th, also against Columbus, which nice. is kind of funny. That's his team. Dundertaker, two assists. Uh, Gruby, 21 saves. Turbo, another fucking empty netter. The so best. you talk about it last the week best. with Turbo being the best empty netter, you know, scorer in the freaking league. Like his hustle, his tenacity. A lot of them are just like straight up like he's busting his ass to make it happen. Another empty netter. Again, Kraken win 4-2. And here's a stat that I freaking loved that I think is hilarious. I need to rub in the face of any uh, Nashville fans. Tolvanen's 24 points. Got a point this game. And he's got 24 points on 12 goals and 12 assists. In 41 games with the Seattle Kraken is already his new career high that he said that he beat from last season with Nashville in 75 games. So in 41 games, he has a career high compared to what he did in 75 games with Nashville. So, yeah, Tolvanen uh, is, like, you know, the steal of the year, uh, not just oh, for the Seattle Kraken, but for the entire league. So, yeah, another win, and now this is what we were talking about. Three teams the Kraken should beat. They went and they did it. It wasn't easy. It was gritty. They had to work their asses off, and now they're cracking on a three-game winning streak going into Sunday against Colorado. And then the Colorado game, because I was, you know, Colorado's kind of heating up. They're, they're, things are coming together for them. Yeah, they're on a winning streak. Guys are getting healthy. Yes. Winning streak. Yes. I was not worried about the this only game. downside. I mean, the downside for them was they're on a back. They're on a back to back. So we're catching them on a back to back night. And thank freaking God, because even on the back to back, those dudes were skating their asses off. But for some reason, and this is more like an eye test than it is like anything statistics or anything like that. I watched. I mean, I try to watch every game from like puck drop to finish, dude. The energy and the vibes were so fucking high for the Kraken. Like, I know that... One know, of the best games of the season. Oh, my God. It really was. Like, if you're if you're a Kraken fan, you're watching this game against Colorado. Like, it was straight up fucking two hours of hockey porn. It was so good the entire time. I'm like, even when they weren't scoring goals, they were, you know, putting pucks on that and all that. But it wasn't even about that. It was like the energy and, like, every single player on that team was just contributing and doing everything, uh, you know, he could to get the team a win and it ended up working out in their favor. Gru Bauer was fucking outstanding. Like he was so good that even like people on Twitter couldn't trash talk him. I mean like he, yeah. he played such a good game, you know, 21 saves on 23 shots. Doesn't tell the entire story. If you want to watch a goalie, like standing on his damn head, go and watch the replay of the Seattle Kraken on the road against his former team, the Colorado Avalanche. And tell me what you think about Gru Bauer after that performance. Uh, Turbo scores again, with two and a half minutes left in regulation to force a game into overtime. I didn't think the Kraken were going to pull this one off. I thought I was accepting like a two-to-one loss because the abs are just that good. Shit happens. Both teams were playing outstanding hockey. It really was one of my favorite games in the season. But again, Turbo manages. Uh, that was a great goal. It was such a great goal. setup. He yeah. just was so fired up. Yeah, he, yeah. great setup. He said something like, quote, fuck yeah. Yeah. After he scored yeah. something along he, those lines. He drops a lot of uh, fuck yeahs whenever he, he gets His bobblehead night's coming up this week. It is. It is coming up. And then um, Yanni Gord, uh, you know, the, the pseudo but should be captain of the Seattle Kraken, scores in overtime. What I loved about overtime, which admittedly, the first like minute and change of it, I didn't love. Well, here because, we go again. It's because the same I, shit as because the last I didn't Colorado understand. Game. I didn't understand what they were doing. I was like, "Are we going to try puck to do control. anything here?" But all of a sudden, that puck control really, really played off because the Abs did not touch the puck 
at all for the entire overtime. The Kraken controlled the puck the entire length of it. Yanni Gord, sco- Yanni Gord scores. The Kraken end up winning 3-2. to two. And again, it's just one of my favorite games I've seen the entire season. You ever see, see Taffy get pulled? Right? Yeah. You ever see Taffy get pulled? Mm-hmm. That's what the Kraken were doing. They're moving okay. the puck back around, and they keep stretching the D, stretching the D, making yeah. space. Move, we keep moving, and they in caught the him on a change. And that's what they did. And I they think kept... it, I think it was Vince Dunn with like the with the pass that was just a beautiful setup to Yanni. Yep. yep. And um, he bombed it right from like right dude. between his own hash marks, yes. and and he bombed it right to Yanni because yeah. that's what they do. They just circle, circle. cycle, 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 stretch. As stretch soon as they go on a change, boom. Then you got that stretch opportunity. The, yeah. That was a planned play, and it worked out perfectly. No, it did work out perfectly. And I also have to give uh, credit to Gorgiev because that dude, the goalie for the Colorado Avalanche, yeah. he was so freaking outstanding. And even Yanni said, like, on the goal that he scored in overtime um, to win it, he was like, he took away the entire net from me. He, like, he put his body in such a position that, like, I really was just like, I'm going to go low blocker. That's the only thing that he could think of and was just hoping it would go in. And it ended up, um, it ended up working out. There was a period at the game where I think it was to start the third period. I could be wrong on that. Where the Kraken had a five on three, and for a solid for two minutes, and Gorgiev stopped seven shots on net during that period. A lot of them like high danger chances. The dude played outstanding. He still took the yell. I'm very happy about that. But I had to give him credit too because it was just an outstanding game. Like these two goalies were really uh, playing their asses off, and both teams were playing their asses off too. I could watch the celebration after Yanni scored an OT over and over, and I did actually on Twitter. I just let yeah. it loop for a little while, I was just watching yeah. him score and just being like, "Yeah, boys, let's go!" Yeah. And he like just came in hot. That's an awesome win, and that that's one of those wins too where I'm like, okay, okay, I'm gonna hear some stuff in the national media about uh, the Kraken. Nothing, crickets. We just beat this team that you know, former Cup, defending Stanley Cup champs. Yep. And we took it to them in Colorado. Now here's mm-hmm. the only thing. Let's talk about these games coming up. This uh, podcast may be out on Tuesday. You might be listening on Wednesday, but uh, we're recording Tuesday morning. So tonight. They're taking on Anaheim. We've got a uh, a homestand, right? Which yes. always makes me a little nervous. It makes me nervous. I hate it. I hate that I get nervous about this, especially because we're playing against a team that's one of the worst teams in the freaking league. That's why they need the chip on yes. their shoulder. The chip on their shoulder. They've no. got to make a statement. we got to handle business, man. The, the Anaheim Ducks are 21-34-8. They are seventh in the Pacific. And for me, if I'm going like chip on their shoulder, I'm talking about the season opener October 12th where we went into Anaheim and we lost five to four in overtime. And I'm like, well, this game sucks because I don't know if this team's going to be very good. It is what it is. Anaheim is dead last in goals against, and they're second to last in goal scored the, across the entire league. Yep. They are not a good team. Nope. This is a game that I actually am going to say it right now. The Kraken do win. Like, they're just not a good team. Kraken are going to handle business. That winning streak is going to go to five games. So, yeah, absolutely. This is the, this is the time of the year. You got to win the games that you can win mm-hmm. and then see what happens and play your ass off against the good teams, which we've got three good teams coming up. Yes. Well, really two uh, uh, over the next few games because we move on to Ottawa coming into town. The Senators yes. are arguably one of the hottest teams in the league right now. Yes. They're on a run. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what kind of win streak they're on. They may have, they may have snapped. I'm not sure, but they last week before uh, the Red Wings played us, they got stomped. Mm-hmm. They got stomped by the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Um, the, the six to one and six to two in back to back games. I mean, just stomped on them, and they've got they've got some young players. Uh, they brought in Jacob Chichern, uh, Chichern from uh, the Coyotes, right? Yes. So young defenseman, good defenseman, who's going to go to a contender. They're on a run. They could make playoffs. They're they're yeah. fighting for that wild card spot, 
And I, I got to tell you, they is got that Ryan Reynolds energy. They do have Brady Kachucks. Mm-hmm. Like he is a badass. Yeah, I love him. Goal scoring, fist pounding, beer chugging. Fuck you, captain. Yeah, that's what he did to the Red Wings last week. He destroyed them. He yeah. literally. He's, he went to their bench mm-hmm. after a scuffle and was like, who wants it? Wait, really? Yeah, something like that. He said, like, he's like, bring it on or something. Yeah. He screamed. The, so the I want that attitude on the Kraken. I want one guy who's like, I'll fucking fight anybody out here. It's kind of there right now. Is it? It's, well, well yeah, we have like Yanni, but he does stuff because he's trying to initiate like somebody to get a penalty. But in, <laughs> in their last 10, the Sens are 6-3-1, and one, and they are just super hot. And they're physical. So it, that's going to be a great game at Climate Pledge. It's going to be great. We did play them on January 7th. And we won 8-4, to four, but that was a couple of months ago. And I also have to say is that they did win five, five in a row, but last night they played Chicago and got spanked by Chicago 5 nothing. Chicago? Listen, man, like, this is a long season. They stop winning. This is a long season. Things are going to happen. I'm actually just kind of annoyed that their winning streak has ended because I want them to be on a heater going into the Kraken, but it's totally fine. It's all good. Well, I'm hope, I'm hope they, they're, they're in the playoff hunt, so it's gonna be, that's going to be a playoff game atmosphere. And the Kraken, I think, mm-hmm. know that because they got the chips on their shoulder. And there's a lot of eyes on, on the Senators right now, so uh, I think they know. So yeah. they got to go in there angry, right? Then we've got two... Games back to back. The Dallas Stars, mm-hmm. they're 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 one point behind the Golden Knights for top in the in the uh, conference. Yeah, they're first in the Central, and they are playing here yeah. on Saturday and Monday. Yes, this is a really good team. You're talking about playoff atmosphere. This is it. This is playoff atmosphere. Yeah. We got to win one of these games. Yeah, we have to win one, and if we if we lose two, I'll be a little concerned. Uh, I'm with you. So it's weird because Dallas started off their season kind of slow where they won like four of their first 12 games. After that, they won like the next nine out of their 10. They've really turned things around. They are third um, overall in the league in goals against. They've only given up 166 uh, 66 goals all season. Their goaltending is just outstanding. Everybody knows Jake Ottinger, Otter. He's actually incredible. And then this is a dude that I actually haven't paid a lot of attention to. You know, it's actually, they have like kind of a weird, like a Kraken vibe with them because I feel like for whatever reason, even though Dallas is not a small market, I feel like a lot of people don't talk about the Dallas Stars. And this is a team that's a lot of fun to watch and they're also really good, but whatever. Um, is it Roop Hints? Rupe. Rupe? See, yeah. God damn it. See, I, I'm going to fuck up somewhere. Anyways, everyone drinks. So Rupe Hints. Um, <laughs> He's t- and this was incredible to read about. So he's turning into one of the league's best players. So at even strength on five on five in 60 minutes of play, this guy averages three goals per game. And, and for everybody across the league that has logged a minimum 400 minutes of time on ice, that makes him a top 10 player in the league in terms of scoring. So I'm excited to watch him play. Good the, team. The Kraken need to split this series 1-1. I'm with you on that. Um, if but yeah, J- if, if Jason Robertson, playoffs, if oh, Jason, yeah, Jason Rob- Robertson, if, he, if he's on like the Rangers or the Leafs, he's being talked about every single day. He's yeah. he's one of the best young goal scorers in the league. Yes, um, he's fantastic. Yeah, team's really good, and it's going to be an they're awesome very, test. They're very, very, very good. Like and, you were talking about Ottawa being like a playoff game. Like these two games back to back against Dallas are going to be very telling of the Seattle Kraken. So, well, in the Western Conference right now, we sit uh, in the third playoff spot in the Pacific Division with seventy eight points. Yes. The Stars, uh, you know, they have 81, and they're uh, basically uh, top of the Central, right? So it's basically the the Golden Knights, the Kings, and then the Stars, Uh right? So it's like 82, 81. So 
we're only four points out of first place, mm-hmm. and we can make some major ground if we can beat the Stars. Yes, I agree. So we got to win these games that we can win, and then we got to beat the Stars, which would be fantastic. I'm also just excited just as a straight-up hockey fan to watch the games because I love watching goalies who are just playing at another level. I'm, and it's going to suck to go against them, but I'm really excited to see Ottinger against the Seattle Kraken just yeah. because, God damn it, he's good. But also, when we're really good, we're a team that scores a lot of points. So yep. I'm like, let's see how we do against these guys. Let's see. There's a lot to watch. And, and really, if you look at the schedule for the rest of the way for the Kraken, we discussed it last episode. There's uh, We play more, I think, bad teams than, than good teams. Yes, we do. And uh, we do play a lot of Western Conference teams because there's a lot of bad teams in the Western yeah. Conference. By so, the way, all these games are at home. Like The next four games are at home, and then it's like a quick, like a, another one-stop, like in San Jose. Then we're back up um, at Climate Pledge again. So this is another a really good opportunity for the Seattle Kraken to take care of business. Like, I think the Ducks should be a win. Ottawa, if I have to pick, I'm actually taking the Kraken, and then I'm hoping for a for a split against Dallas. We'll see. I, I What I want is I just need to see some good vibes coming out of Climate Pledge because it's been like 50-50 so far. I think we're 15, yeah, I don't we're 15 and 12. For some reason, home. us on the road, it's like, let's kick some fucking ass. And then when we come home, it's like, hey, hope you guys like, you know, drinking beer sad. Current current record at home right now is 15-12-3 on the road. 21 9 and 3. How about yeah. that? That's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. Well, you know, that bodes well for the playoffs because, you know, we're playing a, a road playoff game. <laughs> at least we can look at our freaking record, you know, uh, during the regular season and be like, well, we're not afraid of uh, going to someone else's barn and handing them their right. ass. Well, after yesterday, yesterday, as of yesterday, we were matched up with the Kings in the playoffs, which would be awesome. That the first run of the playoffs, the only thing that I like about this weird seating that's been going on for, you know, six years now mm-hmm. is that you get great first round matchups, which is awesome. And that would be epic because the Kings traded Jonathan Quick away yes. to the Blue Jackets who then turned around and sent him to the Golden Knights. Yeah. And uh, which so is all sorts of weird. The Kings are a really good team and they they could be uh, tough but that, if we do end up playing the Kings, that's where I feel like that Cinderella magic could happen for the Kraken. Oh, I agree. We that's can a, beat that's the Kings. a series we can definitely win. Exactly. I agree with that. So anyway, a lot of people are hoping for a Golden Knights-Kings uh, matchup somewhere uh, in, the, in the Western Conference, which okay. would be pretty awesome because I would like to see both those teams lose. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the Kraken's sitting pretty. I want a chip on their shoulder attitude all this week. They are in these March playoffs. They're marching towards the April playoffs, and I want them to do it. So... Uh, we are pumped. I'm excited. I'm ready for some hockey this week. Me too. And the good vibes parlays. I'm bringing them back. I'm trying to keep them simple. I think I'm going to pick Father Canner a couple of times. He did not score in that last game. Uh, so I think he might be back on top of it. Right? I'm calling Matty Beniers right now, by the way. It's been a little it's bit. It's been a little bit. This guy, the kid's going to start scoring again, I'm telling you. Which, by the way, I mean, he's he's a lock. I mean, I was looking at that bet we made with DraftKings uh, for the Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a lock. I mean, he's already, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's they leading. They should just pay us out now. Well, I was looking like a bet $100 to, to win 550 bucks. Yeah, same. So like, let's go. Yeah. Matty Beniers. I like that call. I want to see him score. Because yeah. he's, he's still doing all the things. Well, you talked about this uh, earlier in the season about True. how he has like, you know, the roller coaster effect. But when he gets hot, it's like he kind of puts it all together. I, I think Maddie's going to get it going during this home homestand. Yeah. And this is one of those things where like he's had a great rookie season and he's just going to get so much better and better and better as he gets a little bigger, puts on some, I'm sure, muscle, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, pretty excited about him. But anyway, I got a whole bunch of uh, good vibes, parlays, deals that I have to do. DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, there's so much fun that can be had with this. Um, you know, if you draft, I'm sorry, if you bet right now as a new customer, 
You can make a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with DraftKings Sportsbook. Basically, you bet $1,000. If it doesn't win, you get another shot to cash in. You throw down on everything. It's not just hockey right now. Hockey's so much fun. But if you want to do basketball, you know, baseball's coming back, golf, all that fun stuff. We've talked with the same game parlays where you can choose three or four different things uh, that might happen in a game. And that can really, like, bump up what you could win. Uh, picking the spreads, the money lines, the over-unders, prop bets, like fun stuff. Who's going to score a goal? It's just a lot of fun, right? So I, I love it. I actually do it every day. Um, I like kind of putting a dollar down and trying to pick uh, uh, whoever's on the slate for the NHL that night to see if I can get it right, which is pretty awesome. That's happened one time, which is great. It's safe, secure, reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, awesome. I love it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit. Get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Use promo code THPN, like the Hockey Podcast Network. We're members of that. Proud members. THPN, and get that free bet up to $1,000. Risk-free bet. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so no dumb questions. What is no dumb questions? Well, you know, we're a podcast. We say it at the very beginning. We're those, for, for those new and old to hockey, uh, don't be embarrassed if you don't know something. There's so much stuff. I've been watching hockey my whole life. There's still stuff, I, lots of stuff I don't know. I'm not embarrassed to ask about it. And if you're new to hockey, definitely don't be embarrassed to ask because other podcasts, you ask them, they're going to like laugh at you. They'll screenshot your email you send to them or DM and they'll tweet it out and say, la, 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 look at this loser. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it happen. We will not do that. We welcome that. So answer, we'll answer your question uh, in a segment we like to call No Dumb Questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. So Joey, what is this week's No Dumb Question? So this one, the question is a, is a simple question, but there's a lot of layers to it. It's from Alice Noren, who reached out to us. So shout out Alice uh, on Instagram. Follow us on the gram. The IG. At, at Crackenpod. I mean, Twitter, Facebook, uh, uh, literally across the board. It's just Crackenpod. It's just Joey and I taking pictures of ourselves yeah. and putting on like We're the just beauty putting, filters. putting selfies. I'm going to yeah. like, I'm going to, yeah. um, I'm actually going to like superimpose you on like Fabio's body with like your hair blowing in the wind. Yeah. There's like a bunch of snot coming out of your nose because you just got done mowing the yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm going to do that. I actually had a sneeze attack. And then attack. just do hashtag Crackenpod. I had a, in my front yard on Sunday. I knew it was going to be screwed for the next couple of days because I had, I was putting down some, uh, feed and I was spraying it and I had a, and there, everybody's outside. So I'm in, yeah. I'm looking at four you guys neighbors. are on a cul-de-sac doing like the princess wave. I go, Hey neighbor. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not really doing that. Uh, but I had a, a 24 sneeze, sneeze attack while I'm spraying 20, this. You counted? I was leaking. It's like 12 orgasms. I'm just talking about it. What? I was just talking about it. What the f- What'd you just say? Sneeze is like that. a part of an orgasm. What? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, just going so to town on yourself. Just in the front not rolling down. It's not. Anyway, let's get to Alice's question here. <laughs> the question from Alice: Waivers. What, what are waivers, and how exactly do they work? And so I know you have um, some more in-depth information on this, but basically, when uh, players are put on waivers by a team, um, it's a requirement for NHL level players to be sent down to the minor league. And when players are put on waivers, any other NHL team may put in a claim for the player and claim them for their own roster. And they have exactly 24 hours to do that. A specific example was with Chris Drieger when he was sent down to the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Um, again, in order for him to clear and go down to the Firebirds, he has to be on waivers for 24 hours. 
And it does help with parity in the NHL because lower ranked teams actually have the optionality at selecting him first or denying that player first. And that's kind of, that's a very yeah. uh, blanket statement of how, of how waivers work. So think about it like a, like a roster management or a labor management thing more than anything. Yeah. It's um, so I've always understood it cause I, and I'm not the most technical guy here, so I don't get into the super stats and I'm just not that smart to understand what it is. So I would say to you, Alice, it's something where, cause Guys who played in the league long enough, like in the actual NHL, in the yes, pros, yes. they uh, once they get to a certain level of games, are exempt from this type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also can affect uh, players who have been around for a long time, too. So it's mostly for players who are uh, upcoming, new. Um, you know, they're going up and down between clubs, and they are... so. I, I, and then the older guys who are on their way out. But I think what it is really... I could be wrong, and I'm up for corrections on because I know we've got some super smart hockey fans that listen to this podcast, but... From what I understand is it's something where it allow it keeps teams from using moving guys up and down through the minors mm-hmm. to like exploit the rules, right? Because yes. hey, you might want to may not want to put that guy uh send that guy down to the minors because he'll be open to get sniped by another team for for 48 hours. Yes. So there's a little bit of that there too. So it's basically it's it's a it's a way to manage your players, ran, manage your team, uh, make sure that you are using um, the minor league system to its maximum potential, but without being like, I mean, I'm sure Ron Francis could play chess while everybody else is playing checkers, without mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, fleecing other teams, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, like you just mentioned, it's, it's labor management, um, and that player's contracts and rights are available for 24 hours, and then if cleared, they go down to the minors. And this, uh, this is actually a good note here, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's just something that you just mentioned as well, and it's a, an additional note where the purpose of waivers is also to prevent teams from colluding to exchange players outside of the normal trade rules, as well as, and I just mentioned this myself, uh, to encourage parity by giving lower-ranked teams the right of refusal to claim players who are no longer wanted by their former club. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, we want Driggs around, right? So, we, mm-hmm. but, you know, we got to play that, that gamble, right, by yes. sending him down there because we brought him up. So, it's just a thing where you kind of gamble and... It keeps teams from being shady, right? Yes. So let's find another way to be shady, shady, not through the waivers process. Yeah. And it starts at, if you want to get real specific here, it starts at noon uh, mountain time and it ends to exactly 24 hours later. So that is the window of time when 31 teams across the league have a chance to look at who's on waivers and grab them. I wonder why it's mountain time. Yeah, I don't know. Well, because you know what? This is just a personal thing. When I was living in Colorado, I, th- I think mountain time is the best time zone for like sports. Yeah. It's the best. It's incredible. Oh, I grew up on the East Coast, so like oh, in East Michigan, Coast East horrible. Coast time, it sucks. It's because, horrible, yeah. I mean, even now, like, it's tough for me to watch cracking games, especially when they're at Climate Pledge, because they don't start for me until 9. Yeah. Like, I'm lucky it's to like make it 9, through a 9.30, by the time that the game is done, and I've, like, taken a shower, it's 1 in the morning, and I'm like, cool, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, especially if they lose, like, it's a shitty game, yeah. and you're up until 1 in the morning, like, dude, come on with so this. So when we, here's the thing is, I, you know, again, Detroit Red Wings podcast, growing up watching the Wings, yes. and I grew up in the era of them being the playoffs every single year in the Western Conference at the time. So that meant most of the time they would go out to play teams in the Western Conference yes. on the East Coast, so the games would not start till 10 o'clock at night. Yes. So I would watch games till 1 in the morning, and the, in the playoffs I watched 
all the games no matter what. So when the Kraken make mm-hmm. the playoffs, like I might fall asleep in a regular season game halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. I always watch the highlights, but I'm I'm staying up for this shit. Dude, I, yeah, I remember when I was living on the East Coast in uh, Virginia, and I remember like specifically I would stay up and watch like playoff baseball. So I was staying up and I was watching like the, the Red Sox and Yankees series, and those games were crazy, and I would watch the entire game. By the time they were done, it would be like 2, 2.30 in the morning. And then I would be up for like work at like five. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I am gassed. Yeah. All because you like to watch sports. That's why, dude, I'm telling you, mountain time, like you get it for like football on Sundays. And I think that kickoff is, oh, oh it's 11, which is perfect. Yeah. 11 a.m. kickoff is great. The two game, o'clock for the late oh, games. Yeah, two o'clock 2:30. for late games. Like the games, like the latest a game will end will be like 11, 11 30. Like, dude, it's so nice. Oh, man. Okay. So that's why it's mountain time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's right. why the NHL does mountain time. Well, Alice. Because Joey loved it while living there. That's right. They, they heard from our podcast. Well, Alice, thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. If you have a question for No Dumb Questions, send them to us. You can tweet. You can just send it to us. You can DM us, whatever. It is Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, at Kraken Pod. So thank you for that. Let's get to our three stars of the week. Three stars of the week. What is this? This is where Joey and I, you know, sometimes it's hockey. It's just, it kind of, we rank the things that are going on in our life and what's made our week awesome, hopefully awesome, in something we call three stars of the week. So last week, I think I went first. Did you go first? I don't know. We do this every we, time. Every week. Rochambeau? Are we going to do rock, paper, scissors, shoot like we should? Rock, scissor, paper, shoot. God okay, ready? All right, okay. yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Rock, rock. scissor, paper, shoot. Boom, done. So what you won? What do you I'm want going to first. Okay, go. Uh, my it. third star of the week is sunsets because a week from now, the sunsets an hour later. Instead of 6 p.m., we're getting 7 p.m., so it's officially going into like spring and summer. That's my number one star. Well, that shit, is? I'm screwed. Oh. i got to pick another one. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. God damn it. That's how much better I am than you. My, uh, my three stars are one star. But you're right. I'm you so ready owned. for the spring. You just forward. got owned. No, but um, I'm so pumped, man. Also, I didn't even realize it last night until I saw it somewhere on social media where like it was like we're one week away from seven o'clock sunsets, and I was like, oh my god, we're yeah. so fucking close. Hell yeah, I'm excited. Hell like it's yeah. great. Like I said, I spent had a great Sunday just spending it outside, just enjoying this beautiful weather here in New Orleans. I can't wait for seven o'clock sunset, like to start stretching it out. The more sunlight, the better. Let's fucking go. Let's go. I love it. All right, cool. I'm, I'm in. So I'm going to come up with another, another right, one star. There you go. What the hell is going to be? Uh, number three star for me, flag football giveth and taketh away. Mm-hmm. Um, you lost. We know we had two games. No. <laughs> we're, we're, we are in, we are in our playoffs right now because Already? we ready. Yeah. Well, almost. So okay. basically in February, what I learned, learned about flag football is the uh, winter mm-hmm. is not good to coach in or to play in because uh, uh, there's like two games in February because as we've talked about at length, February in, in New Orleans area is busy with Mardi Gras stuff. So we only yes. have two games. Now we have eight packed into the first three weeks of March. So I, Friday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday. Gotcha. Um, so long story short is we uh, played on Friday night. We mercyed a team. We crushed them. Nice. Shut them out. Awesome. So cool. Did you so make great. kids cry because they're getting beat so bad? Nope. Nope. I got. I don't like. Um, I don't like it when. Which is fine. That's I think, unfortunate. I don't like it when, like, if you score a touchdown, you like overly celebrate. I love it. Although our kids started running on the field, 
uh, when they start interceptions, just like in the in the, just NFL. Like in the NFL, the whole team would run, like running down the side. Yeah. Like, let's go. They did, they did, they did, they did. <laughs> uh, we actually, one of the kids, Hudson, he brought his gold chain, this big plastic gold chain, nice. and he's like, "Coach, I want to give the, whoever scores a touchdown do something good. Let's give it to him." I was like, yeah. that's something I should have thought of. Uh, so anyway, we were like, it was awesome. So we won, and it was against a team that was shorthanded and they weren't the best. Um, but then on Sunday, we played against this team that was like, I, don't, I need to check the birth certificates on these kids because okay. they had four receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And four players who were like, I don't know, five, six. I sw- and this is second and third grade. They were what? huge. Yeah. They probably weighed 90 pounds. What? Like they literally could go out for a pass and just turn around and just like put their arms up. And then that was it. Yeah. They don't now have look, to do anything else. Coach like shit. It was just shit. Your team we just were, getting mossed all over we the missed, field. We were missing three of our best players. It was just, it was a mess. So like a uh, uh, bulletin board, you know, chalkboard game. I'm going back. We got to win. We got Friday night. We got to mm-hmm. win. Right, Friday night lights, Friday flag night football. Li- yep, exactly. We got the earlier games, which is nice. So five thirty and one thirty on Sunday. But we play we play a team that's not so good on Friday. Five thirty a.m. Five thirty at night. Oh, I was like, what the fuck's wrong? Friday with night you? lights, bitch. <laughs> so we got to we we're gonna. Theo just looked at me. Your cat's like, what? Yeah, and like, so we like, got to win. We got to win on Friday. We have to win because on Sunday we play like the best team. And be rough. So anyway, flag football giveth and taketh away. That's my third star. Okay, my second star. I'm going to get a little personal here for a second, but my second star is depression. And it sounds depressing bringing it up, but, you know, I don't know. Every once in a while, I do like to, you know, be sincere because I fuck around a lot, but this is this is something that I struggle with. Um, You know, chemical imbalance. It is what it is. Like, I don't really have any control over it. And sometimes, it's just one of those things where, like, it, like I kind of explain like it feels like like a heavy blanket's on you or like a wave will hit you because like it kind of comes and goes sure. in waves. So for whatever reason, the month of February for me was fucking brutal. Oh, like I sorry, felt like, dude. oh, it's all good, man. Like it, it is, I mean, it is what it is. But I felt like I just got hit with a massive fucking wave and like it really messed me up. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's one of those things where like, that's why I wanted to talk about it because one, I want to just be open about it because honestly, it is really hard. Like we're on, you know, we do a weekly podcast. I do a lot of other stuff that's like kind of very public facing. And a lot of times we're really on, but while that is happening, like I'm fucking struggling. Like it's, it takes a lot of, a lot of, you know, whatever to kind of put myself out there and, and seem like I'm being fucking normal on the inside. I'm like, dude, I just want to fucking sleep all day. So anyways, um, February fucking sucked, but Sunday I had such a good day. It was one of those things. And it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? Like, this is awesome. I spent time in the sun. I got a nice fucking workout in. It is what it is. So this is just my way of being like, this shit, you know, doesn't last forever. Again, mine comes and goes in waves. So, you know, feeling good now might feel badly. I don't fucking know. But for people out there that struggle with it as well, I think it's important to kind of keep that shit in mind because there's times during it where it gets really bad. You're like, this is, is this how I'm going to feel forever? And that's a really shitty feeling. So yeah. this is me, you know, kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit and just being like, I struggle with this shit. If you listen, to, uh, you know, if you listen to this podcast yeah. and you do too, absolutely, just know that this isn't something that lasts forever and it will get better. Also, and I wish I didn't realize this until I'm as my fucking late thirties, but like working out drastically make makes me feel better. Exercise. I dude. I hate that. I've been God. I've been hearing that my entire life, and I'm just like whatever, bro. And like I just ignore it, right? Yep. But it's one of those things where it's like, dude, after getting some sun and getting a workout on, I feel like a fucking million bucks. And I was like, yep. oh. There actually is endorphins. Like a, their endorphins are real, uh, so I encourage people to hopefully find you know yeah. some fucking healthy habits. And yeah, if you're if you're out there listening to this, and you can relate. 
Um, you know, it's cliche, but you're really not alone in it. And, you know, no. don't let you don't let yourself think that it's going to be that way forever because it's not. No, it's life's a marathon, not a sprint. And yes. you're like if you're not constantly on a journey to always just kind of figure things out, like whether you, you know, 20, 30, 50, 60, 70, 80, like you just you, you never have it figured out. And, it's, and it is easy to look around, especially with social media. Yes. And just like looking at other people and like people aren't going to show up and say, hey, yeah. how you doing, man? I'm super depressed right now. And yeah. I feel like shit. I'm actually having a really hard day. Yeah. Um, how you doing? Yeah. Oh, cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's gonna. You only see the high, social media, but also too in life, you only really hear and see the highlight reels. Of yeah, people, but which really, also fucking pisses me. I try to be also upfront yeah. about that across my social media platforms about like just shit I'm fucking struggling with because not I'm not like trying to be fucking relatable. It's just like we need to be more just more transparent. About like you know, human beings. You know, we're like, we're fucking messy creatures trying to figure this shit yeah. out every single day. Yep. And some days are yep. good and some days are fucking bad. No, it's I love that though. Exercising, going for a walk, getting out, doing something. Yeah. No matter what your physical shape is, getting that going. I found that. I'm not, I, look, I Fall I off your with, curb, spray, sprain your ankle. Yeah, absolutely. That, <laughs> yeah. Drinking during Mardi Gras, that helps. Yeah. Um, but also too, like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I started taking some meds. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah. In uh, October. I was kidding. I didn't. So I just no, I did. I, no, yeah. I, no, I, I, I don't care. No, I did. No, I actually do. Yeah. I actually do start, and, and I love. It feels like for, more for anxiety, but it's kind yeah. of like help to even keel the. They're, it's supposed to. They tell you that. Yeah. I no. I feel it. Like I because I'm very. I avoided it for a long time. I'm very concerned. It's like, well, what does this shit do to you? Oh, same. Long term. Yeah. And then I tested it out. I'm like, okay, so now I'm kind of like in month three or four, and yeah. you know where I would get anxious over shit. Um, like simple stuff sometimes, tasks, you know, yeah. simple things that I had to get done and big stuff with like business and doing, like it's even keeled. Like I just kind of now power through it. Now there's still times nice. where I feel, you know, like bummed out or whatever. Yeah. But, and I'm not sitting here in happy-go-lucky land um, all yeah. the time, but you know, it helps. So, you know, what Joey just said is if they're, if you're in that same spot, everybody, I feel like, well, yeah, everybody goes through the same shit at different levels. And there's no shame in, uh, uh, admitting that to yourself, getting some help, talking to a therapist, talking to somebody about it, share. That's where I love, what I love about society right now is the fact that it's getting so open and cool yes, for everybody to I talk agree. about that sort of stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is awesome. So dude, well, I'm glad the sun is helping. It feels and- good. I think there's some, some good things going on. Later sunsets, bring it on. Uh, all right, so we just talked about something serious, and now I'm going to talk about something. I'm, go- I'm going to Nashville. You are. In April. I'm okay. pretty excited. My wife well, So you're going to miss the back-to-back cracking games in March Oops. in Nashville? I am. Well, we're going there for a concert. Um, nice. So this band that I really love, Nickel Creek, uh, they are... I almost thought you were going to say Nickelback. Nickelback, yep. Okay. Nickel Creek, Nickelback. I actually meant Nickelback. <laughs> no, Nickel Creek is an awesome bluegrass band, um, and they... Uh, broke up years and years ago and okay. I'll just love them. I listen to them all the time. Yeah. And what's awesome is over the pandemic, my wife who's, you know, she, I love music. All right. I love it. My wife does love music too, but she doesn't get as into it as I do. Mm-hmm. So concerts for her are not really like a big deal. I love going to concerts. Right. Yeah. So what's cool is over the pandemic, she got into Nickel Creek too, just kind of on her own, just playing. This is, you know, there was a song, one of their songs was a, um, uh, a theme on a Netflix show. Okay. And she watched that show. Yeah. Was it uh, you? Uh, yes. Was the show? Wait, no. What? <laughs> what? No, no. It. The show was, um, shoot, what was it called? It's about this, these three women. One of them owned a restaurant. It's like a Southern show. Oh. It's kind of like, it, it's like, a, um, what's the, sh- it's like, a, it's like a, like a Southern charm type yeah, shit. Yeah. No. Like not reality. Sh- not reality. So oh. It was a scripted show. I can't okay. remember what it's called. Damn it. It's called. Anyway. Anyway. So they, so she watched that show a lot and I think it caught her ear. Well, anyway, they're, they, uh, announced a tour. 
in like October, mm-hmm. the reunion tour. Yes. And they're playing, they're, they announced three or four shows at the Ryman in okay. Nashville. I've been there, but I've never seen a concert at the Ryman. Which is, is that like, the outdoor amphitheater that's no, close to downtown? The Ryman is where the Grand Ole Opry is, okay. which is like the epicenter of country music, is why Nashville is, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it's legendary. I grew up listening to country music, and I love bluegrass music, that sort of shit. Um, also metal and hardcore rap. Um, <laughs> and for real, that's for real. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm laughing. <laughs> um, it's true. <laughs> And um, anyway, so they, so I snagged tickets and we didn't think we were going to go. Well, we finally uh, said, let's do it. Let's go. So we're going to go do it. So it's going to yeah. be like a thir- uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Friday things. So we have Thursday night tickets. So we booked that. That makes me happy because we a little uh, husband-wife vacation, which nice. is cool. Go see this show. Okay. Uh, have a good time. So that finally got booked. Totally love that. Nice, man. That's going to be a good time. What's your number one star? Uh, my first star is riding. So I riding, yeah, like a Harley, like a chopper, like riding, like a tricycle. No, oh, so riding I have some. Like, you, you want some? You have throw some out. Yeah, just have tricycles. Of course we around. do. Yeah, I don't freaking know. Like how old, how old are you, kids? Again, seven, they seven and six. Okay, they're tri cage. They yeah. we have a ba- we have a badass tricycle. I'll tell yeah. you. I'll tweet a picture of it. Please it do. Fuck you up. Yeah, because it's like it I'm going to reply to this tweet. This it, trike fucks me up. It weighs about sixty pounds. It's a two seater tricycle. That sounds. We have the twins okay. who are six, yeah. and they we found we got we actually uh, we we a neighbor let us borrow it, and they moved and didn't take it. So we have this thing. Okay. If it hits your ankle, it's gonna it'll fucking break your ankle. Oh, well, I I can't even walk off a curb, so I don't really. I need can't a tell trike. you how many times I've had the twins like rolling after me on the thing. I'm like, y'all back up. Yeah. Get off my ankles. Because you're going to hurt yourself. Sorry, dude. No just wonder. like when you jumped the fence and you like blew your knee out. No, I'm an idiot. I also just, <laughs> I just took over your, your number one star. You're which fine. Is my, number writing. my number one star is writing. And uh, as of this past Friday, I officially turned in my first two pieces that are going to be published in a magazine. Congrats. I'm excited. Good job. Um, so technically, I'm going to be a published writer soon. Well, that's kind of weird. No, it's legit. It's something. Yeah. Joey Joey is, if you don't know, a uh, super talented, creative person. Fantastic I have writer. my moments. Uh, fantastic. Just like, I, I don't even know, like storyteller, which is awesome, which he does uh, on his uh, Instagram, at Pass the Everything. Follow him. It's an awesome follow. But dude, like you're writing for a local publication about some really cool local things. Yes. And this is something you've always wanted to do. Yeah. And you made it. You went out and you, you, you saw the bar and you fucking grabbed it. You grabbed that shit. And you pulled the bar and now out. that bar that was here is now down here. Yeah. Because now I'm like, bar to the next yeah, one. now I'm like, let's fucking go. Because I, I definitely have some uh, plans for the future and how I kind of want to keep progressing this thing. But I will say is that, so I'm excited for them to come out. Um, and it's going to be out for, well, if you're familiar with New Orleans or just Jazz Fest, gonna be for Jazz Fest, I'm excited for. Um, but if you want to check out my writing, I have a Substack, which is just Substack.com. And my Substack name is I Drink and I Know Nothing. Yeah. So, Go check that out. Um, it's fucking free. You can like choose to, choose to support me uh, financially if you want. You don't have to. Uh, it's all free. Check it out. So yeah, man, I'll be an official published writer here in the next like month or so. So I'm pretty pumped on that. Congratulations. I know you worked Thank really you. hard on it. You, Thank you. He, he, like Joey has been going, not only was he merch man, making the merch happen, right? And all the <laughs> oh, things. Oh, by the, the way, people box. start keeping an eye out in the mail because that's coming soon. Like, Hell it's, yeah. Like I dropped off the notes last week. Oh my God. We recorded the podcast. I went in person. I met I met Logan and the Ink Mule people that we work with. I met yeah. they met them finally. Oh, cool! Gave him the notes. He was like, "Dude, you numbered all these." I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "No one's ever done that. That's really genius." He's like, "Before we would have to like try to match up names with orders. Like, oh yeah, dude, I got you. Just like the numbers right there. Just throw them. Nobody's in. ever done that. No one's ever done That's that." Sad. He was like, "What the fuck?" And I gave over like the entire notepad. And then he was like, he's like, we're looking at like March 8th is like when people should start seeing stuff showing up. So by the time, right, time you're listening to this today? podcast, 
Keep, all I'm saying is keep an eye out in Today the mail. The 7th. Yeah, keep an eye out in the mail because that stuff Shit. is going to be shipping real soon. Dude, wait. Do, oh, my God. Will I have a Beers for Veneers koozie just in time for the games this weekend? I, that would be great. But, yeah, start keeping an eye out in the mail because that's coming. Wait. Okay. Uh, what do we got? We got Oh, Saturday against Dallas. That would be epic. Yeah, we have Saturday and Monday. Ooh, I'm not drinking beer on Monday. Maybe I will. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, look, that's – hey. That's uh, on the writing thing. That's awesome. Thank you for the merch shout out. I guess number one, I, I'll say this as Joy mentioned it is the exercising. Man, I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I've been I've been trying to exercise every day. Is my mm-hmm. Lent? I'm, I didn't give up something for Lent. I committed to being. Um, I'm Catholic, and uh-huh. I'm converting Joey, which is cool. We're in the middle of that right now. Does that sound like you're a good Catholic. Yep. Right. So I'm bringing him on board with JC. Um, <laughs> but I've been exercising a lot. I rode the bike yesterday, even uh-huh. with I wish I shouldn't because uh, at you know. 12 miles an hour, I sucked in more pollen. Um, and oh, nice. So more allergy Just shit. Just in sneezing and biking. But I've been doing, I've, I've been losing a little bit of weight, which is awesome because nice. I've kind of got the dad fat going on. Uh, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. So it's called I'm dad skinny. bod, Jeff. It's called dad bod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you working on dad that. bod. But I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling light. I'm ready. I'm in playoff shape, which I feel, and, and that is helping out with the, uh, the mental uh, battle of making sure that we're good. So okay. I'm glad to hear you. So I'll throw that in there as like a uh, last minute one star since you fucking took mine <laughs> with your sunsets. I'll put Sudafed at uh, 1A as well. Yeah. Holy shit. My number shit. one week is getting high on Sudafed. We are rolling. Highly recommend turning in your driver's license and uh, getting you some Sudafed and getting all messed up. Have you noticed every time I mention allergies, my eyes water? Yeah. It's the weirdest like thing. like Pavlov's dogging yourself. It's like the bell. It's like you need to stop. <sighs> anyway, all right. So um, awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'll say this is uh, the Seattle Kraken. I'm just loving the fact that nobody gives a shit about them except for us. And I'm talking about Joey, me, and you listening. Yeah, and we don't care at all. No, we don't care at all. We hate the Kraken. Don't even watch the game. Nobody honestly. respects this team. Except for us and the guys inside the locker room, right? <laughs> yes. Joey's like, he's out. He's out. Yeah. Who are you going for? <sighs> Who are you pulling for? I don't know. You ditching the Kraken pod? Maybe. Get the fuck out. I'm a published writer now, dog. I'm Get out. Oh, shit. You big time me. <laughs> God damn it. You're taking our $2 we made off the merch and you're I know. I know. I'm out. Holy shit. All right, cool. All right. Anyway, we, anyway so playoffs are here. It's March playoffs and we got to get some big wins this week. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for talking to us on social media. We have so much fun at Kraken Pod all over the place. Um, if you can, leave us that five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast. That'd be much appreciated. Um, but let's have a big week for the Seattle Kraken. We're rolling to those playoffs, and nobody gives a shit about us. So let's take that energy and win some games this week. And we'll leave you with something we call our chirp of the week. What's a chirp? A chirp is when, uh, and they're getting people are getting chirpier on that ice right now because it's playoff season, basically, is when hockey players talk shit, talk trash to each other on the ice. They are called chirps. So have a great week. Let's go Seattle Kraken. Enjoy your Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. Hey, just fucking stop. Look, it probably fucking started with us. Fucking everybody, we want it, right? We want to do it ourselves. It's not going to work that way. It's not going to work 15-second shifts. The pace is going to be fucking high. Short, get off, good changes. Can't get skated. There's a fucking lesson out there. 25 games left. Fuck. They're all playoff games for us. We got fucking nothing right now. Soft shit doesn't win in the playoffs. In these last 20 games, it's not going to fucking win either. So fucking, there's one way we're doing it. We're doing it fucking hard. We're getting lines. We're not cheating. Fucking ramming, going to the net. It's going to be fucking hard for the other team. Get our fucking head on straight. Let's fucking do it right. It's not what we are. We fucking drive. We hard rim. We fucking four check. That's where we're good. 
Good D or fucking bad D on the other side. You fucking play against their D.